I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Smith here with MTNV Sports. So geeked to be joined today by a awesome member of the MTNV squad, Venora Lewis. Thank you so much for joining us, Venora. How have you been? I've been great. How are you? Thank you for having me. Doing well, doing well. You've been killing it. You've been killing it. you got awesome contests going on right now. Mm-hmm. So if people are listening to this, I hope they go back and listen to your, your V-Report episode so they can get in on the contest before it's too late um, for them to yep. get in on the contest. Because it could be too late, too quick, right? Yep. After so, 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, and listen, I won't even do any uh, spoilers. All I'm going to say is there's big money on the line. So if you're listening to this, stop, actually. Stop listening right now. Go listen to the um, V report, right? Get the information you need, submit it, and then and submit it correctly, apparently. But yeah. <laughs> submit, submit it. And then after you submit it, um, then go ahead and, um, and you can finish listening to this episode because there's a lot that we're going to talk about in this episode. And I want to hop into a few things. But before we hop into the meat of this, which is the WNBA draft, which just took place, kind of like actually helping all these people who are sports starved. It was great for helping those guys out or helping those people out because there's just so much, right, that we're missing out on. We missed out on March Madness. We missed out on NCAA tournament. No Final Four. So all that stuff is we're missing out on. The NBA playoffs were supposed to start. We missed out on that. Right. Um, and the NFL draft is the only thing that we we're kind of just waiting for. But right before that, the WNBA draft um, kind of gave us a good, good sports tease. So we're, we're awesome. I mean, we're happy to be talking about that today. But another cool thing that's kind of been going on, these one on one battles on IG. I got to yes. talk about this before we hop into this WNBA um, draft, man. It's just a quick tease. There's nothing big, but I just want to kind of talk about it for a second. Yo, so Teddy Riley. Right, versus baby face. Versus baby face. That joint was crazy. <laughs> so the first time, a lot of technical difficulties. Right, it's uncles in the studio. That's what that was, guys. <laughs> uncles in the studio. No <laughs> uncles in the studio, trying to do a whole lot at one time. Hiring backup dancers. <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, trying to just to sing. <laughs> trying to trying to do a lot at one time, but it was cool. It was cool. He took his lumps for that. Uh, yes. And he took it like a champ too, real smooth, right? Yeah. Like, real, real professional smooth. about it. Yeah, real <laughs> smooth. But then after that, he came back with the rematch. And, and how'd you grade the rematch? I was, like, I'm a huge Teddy Riley fan. I'm a huge Babyface fan. But Babyface came and just slapped Teddy Riley, especially towards the end of the the um, the verses. Because the verses had everybody hyped because you have the promo had Magic Johnson walking I saw that. With Mike Tyson, Michael yeah. Jackson, Madonna, Prince. Like, you can, you already got everybody's attention. We're all in. But then, like, for that the technical difficulties episode, which we all just ignore, we got, right. it didn't happen. But so we come back <laughs> on Monday. And they were like, Teddy started shooting Mike early. He started putting Michael out early. I was like, oh, yeah, hold on to your mics. You have to drop your mic early. Because, <laughs> mm. mm. um, Babyface definitely held a Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell will smack it back. Tevin Campbell is a different beast. And that's like one of my favorite artists. So yeah, I was facts, it. facts. And Babyface has got his own songs out there. Just Babyface, his catalog is just ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like how I see it, like I saw on Twitter, I, I agree 100%. Babyface is your wedding catalog. Tay Riley is your reception. 
And <laughs> so it was great to see both of them come together because I was excited. I was amped when I, the first time I heard about it, I was amped. So how do you feel about it, Rick? Well, I tell you what, um, listening to I only caught a, a small bit of it and um and I liked it. I liked what I heard from Teddy, right? I wasn't expecting I, I forgot how much Teddy had done. Like I forgot what his influence was or what his mm-hmm. involvement was. And that I think street. that's <laughs> right, right. And that's, I think that's been the best part of, of these one-on-one face-offs is that these guys have touched so much of the music that we enjoy and listen to and yep. that we've almost forgot like what their influence was. And by going, you know, one-on-one, they get to showcase some of the stuff that they put their heart and soul in, right? Yeah. Like this is something I worked on, put my heart and soul in, and this is how I felt about it when I did it and dropped that joint and then going in, in, in battle form. I think it's dope because you get a chance to see kind of what do they rank, what, what, what do they rank their work? And I yeah. think that's been cool. Um, I had a chance to catch, uh, what's my boy, Manny Fresh, the Manny Fresh battle. I caught that joint. <laughs> yes. I caught that joint. I thought I would too. I was excited for Manny. I knew Manny wasn't, there was no way he was going to win, but I was here for it. See, I don't here know. In my estimation, I think I think he got that joint, but I don't know. What? Okay. <laughs> I think he got it. I think you he know, got it. You know, very small minority with that I, one. I think he got it. Manny Fresh, Fresh, uh, uh, Fresh. I think he got it. Um, And the reason I think he got it is because I'm from Louisiana. And so everything. There you go. That's why. Because you're from Louisiana. <laughs> he has Louisiana. Everything he dropped. Everything he dropped. I was with that. Look, I was, I was in Louisiana. Uh, when he was with there with the Hot Boys, when he moved on um, to to be with um, um, Ti, right? I was living in Atlanta when that happened. So <laughs> when that whole thing dropped, like everything he dropped, I was like, "That's my joint." Yeah. So, oh, I was there with you because I went yeah. to school in Louisiana. So I was dancing all night. Yeah. Like so. I don't know about him beating like Scotty. Scotty kind of had that. I'm a New Yorker. Scotty had a great, lot, so. right? So that's the thing, right? Right? It's it's kind of tough. I don't think we should be discussing this because. <laughs> And then Lil John and T Pain had one that was I didn't even realize like how much Lil John did until yeah, that, and I was just like, wow, that's a lot. Like, so that's why I think we've been learning how much these artists do, right? Like, we don't even right. think you know. right? So, so look, I'm I'm geeked about those battles, man, and um, there's so many cool things that's happening during this quarantine time. But like I said, one of the cool things that really kind of popped off for everybody was the WNBA draft and some people and you can see the cool part so Shikala Hill um, is a basketball player who we both love and respect right Um, from Grambling State University um, quadruple double queen right Um, and so she's done so much and she mentioned in one of she mentioned in her interview with us um, she said that first off most some men who disrespect um, the WNBA are doing it from their couch right but yeah. the men who are in the gym, the men who are putting up the shots, the men who are, you know, putting in the work to be better basketball players, they never disrespect the WNBA. No. Um, they only show love. And what we saw on that night was just a bunch of guys tweeting out and, and um, showing love to all the new um, you know, WNBA players and all yeah. the girls who got, who got drafted. They were showing mad love, right, from, from LeBron James to Damian Lillard to everybody who saw the situation was going on and just throwing out love. And so it was an awesome night for that. Um, let's talk about the first pick, though, right? So first pick in the draft, um, you know, ties to Kobe. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. um, so with the first pick in the draft in New York Liberty, selected Sabrina Unescu, uh, point guard from Oregon. Um, and, you know, dynamic player, awesome player. How'd you grade that pick? I am, I grade out with A+. Mm. Sabrina Unescu is a piece. Because, like, Liberty 
as a whole was not a solid team this year. They did not do well. They had a lot of issues on offense and their defense got ran ran around. So mm. I them taking Sabrina first pick, that was the best choice. Sabrina in college, she was the queen of triple doubles. She scored over 2000 points, had 1000 assists and had 1000 rebounds. Like this wow. type that's that's a stellar player. This is someone you need on your team. And she's not a point guard that will be dynamic and she will take charge. You need somebody mm. that can lead a team. Right now, the Liberty did not have that this past season. That's why they struggled so much. But this young lady coming to this team, a definite A-plus pick. She is definitely going to make changes. I think that's a big deal. Rebounding from the point guard position isn't always seen. We see it yeah. in the NBA with Russell Westbrook, right? Because he's, just, he's a dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Like Russell's a dog. And so, and we see how he can, you know, carry his team to the playoffs and actually yeah. change the narrative of that squad. And we see how important point guards are because you think about that Thunder team, right? Mm-hmm. And with the Thunder team, they lose Russell Westbrook. They bring in Chris Paul and they're still doing pretty, they were still doing pretty well. Yeah, so point guards point guard, mean a lot. Not, they they mean more than they think. They are they can kind of control how the team goes. So, in this case, Sabrina has my talk to you. I would like to see how you can get treated. Yeah, I, I'm thinking. I'm think. Look, so watching her, you know, just watching her highlight reel from Oregon, you can see every bit. You can see every bit of the skill set that you're looking for in a franchise player, right? Yeah. You see, um, you saw, like I talked about the rebounding, but you see the shooting, you see the assists. She's um drawing double teams. She was doing a lot of cool stuff, and you just kind of watch her play, and then you see the heart and the motivation, right? Because there was some links to Kobe. You see yeah. the heart, you see the motivation, you see the passion and the fire um that she brings to the the court. And remember, wow. she's young, so yeah. this, is, this is only gonna get better and better and better. So that's why, like, just seeing at this age, this is what you did at this age, I can't wait to see what you're going to do with Liberty. So, okay, so we look at Sabrina. We saw that pick, and that was, that was a great pick. How many other teams do you think did well with their selections? Well, overall, I'm not even being biased. The New York Liberty cleaned up this mm. draft. They were about reconstructing their team. They were about making changes. They want to. They want to be – like contenders and they want to be in the playoffs. They, they see themselves taking the chip and from the, they don't want to see the uh, Mystics take it again this year. They want, they want, they want this chip. And I see that because how even they were drafting, they draft some stellar players. Like, like, like you said, the WNBA is looked down upon by people who are on their couch, who ain't out there and haven't touched the basketball. So to see who they picked up, how they're moving. Oh, they won this draft, hands down. They got some players that are going to create the team that they need to win to go to championship. They're adding these young, strong, dominant players to this already kind of like fragile team. Those people are going to walk up in there and change that dynamic of that team. Hmm. So they, they won. So down. the Liberty, you think the Liberty took this draft by, by yeah, like, by, totally? By yeah, storm. they got it. Love I it. Would, I would not be surprised. If well, hopefully, first of all, we hope we have a WNBA season, but I can't wait to see towards the playoff time. I'm knowing Liberty's going to be in there, so you, in there bringing the heat. So you think in the, you think they drafted well enough to go from almost worst to first, right, or worst to close to fourth, possibly, right, mm-hmm. and top, to make yep, top tier to make the playoffs, right? So you think they they drafted that well? Yes, these wow. the girls they picked. I was like, 
yep, this is it. This is wow. the team. Okay, this okay. Is, this is your pieces that you needed. So let's talk about um, another, you know, solid, solid player in this draft. Um, we mentioned the first overall pick in Sabrina Unescu, uh, mm-hmm. but there was another player drafted by the Atlanta, by Atlanta Dream that some scouts are calling a generational player, right? Yeah. Um, and, and Kennedy Carter, another playmaking point guard. She's from Texas A&M. Um, you look at her in comparison to Sabrina Unescu. Um, how do you, how do you, rate those how do you judge those how far off is she is she the number two was she the number two point guard for real like solidly in this draft um how close is she to sabrina so kennedy she i'm not gonna say she's a dog because she's a girl but <laughs> we don't come on never call a girl a dog but she's a beast this girl can ball just to see how she did at texas a&m and the way she played the uh, she played just like sabrina the passion that they had those two girls had stands out beyond most of these um picks the way they were playing on the court the way she um was well, she a dominant shooter the way she would kept shooting the ball always you always know it's about 21 points per game with this girl solid you already know what that is and even when after they ended up losing in their um their conference she still kept practicing she still kept balling all of her ages kept going to the gym to continue to be better like this girl has that mamba mentality we've been talking about and she is just like immersed in it. She is the second best um, point guard in this um, draft. She wouldn't pick second, but she she will change the way the Atlanta um, what's it called? Atlanta Dream do their thing because the Atlanta Dream their issue this year was scoring. So now you brought a dominant score on your team that can definitely guarantee you twenty points. And she's still and she's going to bring you that professional skill. Oh, no doubt. This is the person you need. This is this girl is. So talented. She, um, according to the Texas A&M records, she is leading. She's the second top scorer that they ever had, and that she scored one thousand nine hundred eighty-three points. And she also missed seven games due to an injury and bounced right back. This girl is not somebody to play with. She is somebody that's going to definitely change this league, and she's going to be a name that's going to be a household name. Wow. So her and Sabrina, it's like one A and one B, like depending on the day. Because both of those girls have that mentality that Kobe gave us all, <laughs> like mm. that that hunger for victory. And oh man, I can't wait to see Kennedy play. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing her play too. I think it's gonna be a, a super big deal. Um, look, fingers crossed that we can get a chance to to cover the Atlanta Dream live. Yeah. So so we're gonna start putting in our credentials for that, um, like ASAP. We definitely want to see uh, because I think she is a franchise changer. Right. I think she's a franchise changer, somebody who can go in and then make that team um, a a viable, um, viable contender. And we want that look in Atlanta. You want to see that from a, you know, from the basketball teams, the Hawks, right. With, with Trey, I I feel like Trey's helping them kind of get to, you you see that back there. So you see that (laughs) they're starting to kind of move a little bit um, um, forward. Um, You see a little bit of growth, right. It's going to take a little while. I feel like it does enter. That's what, that type, like, I look at the same way I'll to, um, put this to Saquon Barkley. Saquon gets into the league. Mm. It doesn't take time to become a leader. He's like, I'm a natural leader, so I'm going to stand up. Mm. That's what he's been doing since he's gotten here. He's been with us for a few years now. I see these natural leaders, especially even the WNBA draft, where I see here with um, Kennedy and Sabrina, Megan Walker. I see these girls that are already ready to be, like, take, take over. And with Kennedy, 
the the dreams their issue was they can't they couldn't keep they couldn't put points on the board mm. they can they, their defense was strong they have good defense but they need somebody that can shoot the ball and put those points defense wins games but offense puts you know offense you know sorry offense wins games defense wins championships but you need an offense to even get be a contender so she's that missing piece to their puzzle that will definitely shoot them out of this um the lower tier they're in right now i love that i love that i love that analysis as well um at the end of the day, who's going to be the star of this draft class? Who's going to be, um, you know, a star that we definitely know about? Who's a star maybe we don't know about, but who's going to be a star in this class? I am a little biased to UConn. I know UConn produces star female basketball players. Facts. That's why when I went to I said, Megan Walker is the girl. Megan Walker will be the girl because UConn does not play. As we all know that, um, I know um, – Gigi Bryant, she wanted to go to UConn because she knew what kind of competition was there and that's what Coach yeah. was preparing her for. And this young lady, Megan, she comes out of there ready to play. She's ready. They make you ready. I feel like certain schools prepare their athletes to switch it on and off. The switch go from all right, college, not pro. And I see that way more in the WNBA than I would see in the NBA. I see like it's a little bit of a hiccup, but with the girls, it's literally switches on. Now you're a professional athlete. Mm. Yeah. Fair and ball. And Megan, I can't wait to see how Megan Walker does because I know she's ready. I know Sabrina's ready. I know Kennedy's ready. I know most of the top 10 is ready. Like these ladies are, they, these like the way the WNBA athletes train and prepare is so rigorous and yeah, they know. They know what's going, what's being said about them on social media. They know what's being said about them by random people who have mm. don't really matter in sports, but they still want to come out there each and every day and give it their all. And that's what I believe feeds these women to do so well. Because I don't, I don't hear many flops in the WNBA. That some people came to the league that was just straight up trash, and it was the worst decision ever. <laughs> I don't hear that. <laughs> You don't hear a lot of bust, like yeah. not a lot of bust stories. Oh, no. Not compared to, like, uh, unfortunately, the NBA. You'll see some people that you were like, oh, that's a, that kid was a that kid was hitting college. <laughs> and, you know, you're like, wow, he doesn't he play one game. <laughs> you don't see that as much because these girls are really prepared. So they're prepared mentally, physically, and emotionally to take on that next step. Mm. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. So yeah. uh, we mentioned earlier um, Shikala Hill, right? Um, yeah. and, and how phenomenal she was in college and then how, how great she's been overseas. And you spoke to her um, just recently, right? Um, and we just recently interviewed her, had her on the show, um, but she didn't get drafted in this last um, draft. Um, and, and she mentioned even when we were talking that there's been some from for the WNBA, they don't really give a lot of credence to what's happening with HBCUs or what's happening at that level. Is that the reason why you believe that she didn't get drafted this um, past draft? I do know that the HBCUs are not, unfortunately, looked at as the standard for people to go to college mm. or athletes. From, that's from football, that's to basketball, baseball. They're not the top spots. Even places, Chicago went to Grambling State University. That's really like football hub of HBCUs. Yeah. She still couldn't get someone to look at her as a, as a professional scout for basketball. And she um, had a quadruple double. Like two. these are things that she don't even happen. That's Sorry, crazy. Yeah, right. 
two quadruple doubles. That's the crazy part about it. The thing that blows me away is she had two in um she had two in college. She had one at the professional level, right? While she was playing in Serbia, and still nothing. I'm 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 blown. And she's a scorer. She's a dynamic scorer, right? She passes the ball extremely well. Um, she she plays. She's I mean, all the passion, the fire, all the kind of stuff that you see from all these other, you know, um, big time athletes, you see it from her as well. The fact yeah. that the fact that she is not getting that look um, just kind of blows me away. In the NFL, there's things in place to help those small school guys yes. out. Right. Um, like there's there's pro days and those guys can kind of visit um, other pro days if they want to. Or I mean, there's pro days at Grandma State University. Right. There's bowl games. Yeah, there's bowl there's games, games, East yep. West Ryan game, all that kind of stuff. Um yep. And so they get to be they get to be in those situations where look if you got the chops come with it right the senior yeah. bowl is there for that right so if if you've been killing it at your small school come here show it right and you see some of those small school guys going in the first round yeah you like, do because yeah. they get the out they have the outlets to do it and I feel like WNBA needs to start incorporating that I think the NBA can start incorporating that as well mm. because HBCUs are not just you know like yes they are schools that are historically black colleges and universities but there's a lot of your talent that sits there that didn't get to go to like UConn didn't get to go to Syracuse didn't get to go to um, UCLA but those are still some huge talent pools that need to have outlets such as like like a, a pro day like let's have like WBA pro day from and you can come from any school like give it give people the chance to show that they're good. Because Shakila, um, she's not only good, she's stellar. LeBron James mentioned this young lady's name. Yeah. This, that, and that's, like, to some people, the best player of all time. He's definitely the best player in the league right now. And to, for her not to have a chance doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make he's any saying, sense like, at all. Wow, he's shocked that she did a quadruple double. Yeah, he it's stopped eating tacos and, and started watching. Um it, it's it's weird it's weird that that this is happening um it, it's nonsensical even like um for this to be the case and so um I'm, I'm in a situation where i'm definitely shocked um um that this is taking place and i'm i'm hopeful that this is you know just like you know everybody gets a chance hopefully she's invited in for workouts um yeah. and maybe she gets a chance to prove her stuff on the court that's kind of what i'm looking for um for her going forward you know, I, I really want to see that. I really want to see that for her. Um, but outside of that, we got the star of this class. And so you think the star will come from UConn, right? Um, I just believe they create stars. And Megan Walker is definitely going to be one of those stars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see, um, I want to see how these teams now start to compete, right? Yes. Is, the, is the Liberty going from, you know, bottom dweller to at least you know somewhat of a contender i want to see that are the atlanta dream going to be a contender at this point i want to see that um when you look at this you know newly formed liberty team how do you think they stack up with the mystics well the mystics they were a powerhouse last year and mm. they had everything they needed they had alaya deladon did her thing all season mm. when it comes to the mystics because they at liberty will be seeing them quite a few times so like I would prepare the Liberty by first bring, well, once we get the chance to practice, <laughs> incorporate the, the new girls into the squad. Also update your basketball play, playing tactics. 
because some of the WNBA games are kind of slower. Mm. These girls are fast. These are not slow girls that have been drafted. So you might need to speed the game up a little bit. Mm. You might need to help the vet, the veteran players adapt to the new age of basketball. Even the NBA is still it's getting faster and faster, not slower. As we also we debated on Monday that the game changes every every year technically in a way. So definitely with the Liberty, they will definitely have to incorporate like do the, the natural mix in of the new and the old, and but update their game, update their playbook. I think um, this year in the WNBA is going to be way closer games than blowouts. There was several blowouts last year where you, it's like the Mystics were just better than or. The this um, Mercury was just better than. There's like mm. I, don't, I don't see that much here this year. I see that these pieces are going to make it that it's like oh this maybe this night they got them on this night or you know it's going to be cl- way closer than pathetic numbers. I don't see pathetic numbers coming from at all. From I love it. So you see instant impact. Oh, definitely. Love it. How these girls are how these girls are prepared is going to be instant impact. Well, we'll be looking out for it. Um, thank you so much. Hey, look, do you want to give people a clue? Um, right before we leave, do you want to give people a clue or do you want to give people like a hint or something um, to, to, um, for them to go and check out your podcast? Sure. Okay, so if you want some money, you have to earn, we'll earn it though. I don't just be giving out money. So right, you right. have to just listen to my podcast. I'll give you a hint. There's a code word in the podcast. Is three pieces you have to enter to to be in the drawing for this money for the giveaway. You have to give me the code word. I will give you a little another hint. You have to put together an order of something I've asked you in the draft in the cool. in the podcast. And Good you can put your cash up at the bottom. Now, if you're one of those people who don't have cash up, have Venmo, okay, the same thing. Same thing. Just put that in there as well. But just the order matters. And all three pieces matter to be considered someone in the giveaway. If you don't do this, don't DM me asking questions about, can I do this and that? Because that's no. <laughs> give me all three pieces. Give me my orders I asked for. And I will be waiting to hopefully put money in your account. Are, are members of the MTNV squad, are we all eliminated? Are we too no. close to the situation? This is everybody. Every in the world? Everybody? everybody? Everybody and anybody who listens to the podcast, all I'm you have to, to do is listen to it, and you'll know what money. to do. I'm about yeah. to make some money and reinvest There you it. go. This is your day to play GM. That's the game. I'm about this to make some day. money, fam. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, look. Um, Hey, look. If you're out there, don't even worry about it. I've wrapped this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you, Venora. Um, hey, go check out the V Report. She drops consistently. You can check it out almost every Wednesday uh, when it drops. Always a new episode. Tons of new interviews coming up. Um, hint, hint. She's working hard. And so if you get a chance to check that out, go ahead and check out this new episode that she just dropped. But check out her future episodes too. Become a subscriber. Go ahead and press that subscribe button right now. You want to get in on, on the ground floor with this kind of stuff before it blows up and it's way too late for you to hop on the bandwagon then. All right, cool. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. We're out. Bye. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. 
Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all still.